0: Hey folks, Patrick here. I have been telling you about my pillow and you know how I, I, and I got to tell you something. It's, it's been an impressive uh, few weeks with my pillow and it's just getting better and better. Uh, You know, I I said at one point that, um, you know, I was having trouble early on uh, getting my pillow back in the household in which it resides. And you know, it's, it's called my pillow, my, my pillow. And now it's sort of becoming everybody, my pillow. And it's, it's getting hard to keep track of to, to be quite honest, I have to every day. I gotta go find my my pillow so that I can have the restful sleep that I need. And uh, the I gotta tell you the it's that interlocking fi- fill that patented interlocking fill. It it stays it stays cool all night. It doesn't go flat. It comes with that ten year warranty. It's 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 wonderful. And now you can get a my pillow and for a low low cost. Two for one is the deal right now. This is the lowest price lowest price you go over to the sioux empire mall you go to the my pillow store you say patrick from kso sent you and they'll give you the two for one deal now i've had a lot of pillows in my life i'm you know you you, uh, you get to be my age you, you've had a lot of pillows and i've had flat pillows i've had big cushy down pillows. I've had some of those, you know, you, you travel a lot, you get all these different pillows. And I tell you what, the my pillow so far is the best pillow I've ever had. And it's because it just kind of wraps around your head. You know, you grab onto it and it feels kind of, when you first get it, you throw it in the dryer and it bops around there and gets all fluffed up and you take it out and you're like, oh, it's kind of lumpy, but it's not lumpy. That's that interlocking fill. And what happens when you put your head on it is it just kind of wraps around your head. And you know I, I like to sleep. I move around a lot when I sleep. I'll sleep on my left side. I roll over. I sleep on my back. I start snoring. I move on my right side. You know, but every level that my pillow is awesome. And you can get a my pillow if you're a different kind of sleeper. If you uh, if you sleep on your back or on your on your stomach, or you sleep on your back all the time, they'll help you out over that my pillow. It's a it's a great thing, and I recommend it very highly. Now. Just remember, go to the Sioux Empire Store, the Empire Mall, and you go in there. You say, "Patrick from My Pillow sent me. I want the lowest price, and that's the two for one deal right now." Now, there's the big standard pillow that I'm using. You can also get travel pillows. I need to get one of those travel pillows because since I started uh, talking about My Pillow and I've got my gotten my My Pillow, uh, people are asking me about it, and they say, "Are you sure about this pillow?" I mean, like, absolutely. Friends and family members are asking me about My Pillow. And I'm like, go to the store, get the two for one deal. Tell them I sent you, you know, just because you're a friend of mine or you're my family member, doesn't mean you can't get a good deal. So if you're listening to the show, you're my friend, go in there, go to the Empire Mall, talk to him at my Pill. say, I want to let me feel one of these things. I want to know what he's talking about. Tell him you want the two for one special. Or you can, go on, uh, you can call them up, 800-896-6162. That's 800-896-6162. Use KSOO as your promo code. Go to MyPillow.com, use that KSOO promo code, and you'll be ready. You can get Christmas gifts right now. Get that all done with, uh, and you will sleep better. And you'll be happier you'll have a better restful night you'll toss and turn less and you'll wake up feeling more refreshed that's my my pillow tell him patrick from ksoo sent you
1: lally that's his last name can you imagine if i had to say lally patrick is information 1000 ksoo get up with it patrick
0: 416 here on the Patrick Lally Show, and you're listening to a little bit of Homicide from Myron Lee and the Caddies, And that's because I'm very happy to have in the studio the man himself, Mr. Myron Lee. Happy to be here, Pat. The wind blew me all the way out here. That's outstanding. We're still, we're listening to a little bit of that sort of screaming sax in that song. It's outstanding.
1: That was our very first one, first record.
0: Really? That was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wrote that in high school. You're kidding me. It's an outstanding song. You know, I'm struck by it. I talked a little bit earlier. Dan and I were talking about it. Let's just get rid of this here. Oh, yeah. The, uh, uh, you you started out with a lot of rockabilly. You know, that's, a very much our, that's got that rockabilly feel, and we listened to a little uh, Come On Baby, I think it was, earlier. Yeah. It, where did that come from?
1: Uh, my wife helped me write that. My wife, uh, well, she was my girlfriend, then Carol, and uh, you know, I'm you know, I I never liked the homicide side. I never did like it, and I am I'm just amazed that 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 thing is still hot, mostly in the European countries. Really, in fact, if you see a mint copy of that on uh, YouTube, I've had uh, half a dozen mint copies that went for like four or five hundred dollars a piece.
0: Oh, on eBay. On eBay wow. for that song, I could never figure it out. But anyway, they love it over there. They absolutely love it. So, Myron, you uh, started in uh, Sioux Falls. You're from Sioux Falls. You went to Washington High School. Tell us, just tell us about where, how you got into music, and and you know how that came together early in your life.
1: Well, I think whatever uh, music ability that I have came from my dad because he had a band back in the 1940s, played a lot around the Parker, Marion, South Dakota area and uh i started he he taught me piano chords when i was 5 6 years old sitting on his lap oh wow and uh by the time i got into high school i had uh, formed a little combo and uh, didn't have didn't even have a name for it then but i was born in the perfect time as rock and roll was brand new and uh it was just a great 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 time to be alive and a uh, great time to start a band start a rock and roll band yeah so that what year so you, what
0: year did you graduate from high school uh 59 so 1859 <laughs> 19 so that was perfect you're coming up in the 50s uh all those uh, great early rock and roll influences started when you were a kid you so you had this combo what when did you form the band that became myron lee and the Cat? I
1: actually formed the uh, formed the band in 1958 and uh we didn't hardly have any jobs at all to play but uh uh started uh, went to a talent contest on K.E.L.O. television. It was called Tomorrow Stars. And that's kind of where we got our start. I was playing piano and had a bass player and a drummer. And, uh, we actually, what we played then wasn't rock and roll. We were playing kind of the old forties music. Mm -hmm. Yep. But, uh, I looked around and I was like all the other teenage kids and, uh, rock and roll was hot. Elvis was coming along, Fats Domino, all those guys. And, uh, I thought if I want to get into this business, I'm going to put the piano over in the corner and go buy me a guitar and uh, that's when we started the rock and roll band,
0: yeah, and you played guitar uh people know you as the front man, but you were the guitar player, you had other guitar players and everything over the years, but you you played a lot of guitar on those songs, no didn't I, you? I
1: was just a rhythm guitar yeah. and singer uh mainly, but uh I always had great lead guitar players with me all those
0: years, yeah, and you had some great guitars too i the, if you go on go on youtube or on 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 uh, just on the internet in general, you can find a lot of those photos, and those guitars were awesome. You had old fender Stratocasters and just awesome guitars. I
1: wish I had some of those uh That first uh, telecaster that I had was a blonde telecaster. Why i didn't keep all those guitars i don't know because a guitar like that would go for probably uh you know, twenty twenty five thousand dollars now, wow, and then I had a nice Stratocaster, but what I did, I kept trading them off and mm-hmm. moving into different guitars
0: and never kept them yeah, what, what a mistake, yeah, so you were uh so you're in basically in high school, you go on the the talent show and then just start getting gigs all of a sudden how'd that work well, we were uh we were
1: just lucky. I had a friend of mine who had a band called Molar's Accordion Band. And he, uh, he, heard, he heard my band. He says, why don't you guys come along with me? I'm playing down at Groveland Park in Tyndall, South Dakota. <laughs> and he said, uh, you guys come along. And he says, I'll play the dance job. And mm-hmm. then you guys can come up and play the 15-minute breaks every hour. Oh, cool. Well, we thought that was pretty neat. I was like uh, 17 years old. Well, we got down there, what they had for lighting on stage down there, remember those old 100-watt light bulbs with a chain on them? Yeah. That was the stage lights down there. (laughs) And we got up there and played, and that crowd went so nuts over our rock and roll music that when the 15-minute break was over, when the accordion band came back on, (laughs) they didn't want that anymore, (laughs) and it was embarrassing. And, uh, well, anyway, that was our first job, Groveland
0: Park in Tyndall. And yeah, because it was hard to hear, uh, rock and roll music in live, especially, but even on the radio and, and it had not really made, you couldn't just go listen to it wherever you wanted to all the time. So that had to be quite the experience for those folks.
1: And, uh, plus we had a, we had a top 40 radio station in town, K I H O Mm -hmm. 1270 on a dial. And I'll never forget coming home from that job that night in Tyndall, it was like one o'clock in the morning and, uh. I already had visions of stardom after that crowd, you know, was so big, <clears throat> and uh, I told the guys in the band, I said, "We got to get a record." Yeah. I mean, I didn't have a clue on how to get a record, but I said, "We have got to get one." So anyway, that's when I uh, I wrote that song called "Homicide" in the in the flip side. And uh, what was on the flip side was that Ah, come on, baby. Ah, come on, baby. Come that's on, a song. baby.
0: Yeah, we played that song coming out of the hour. It's an awesome. Oh, song. okay.
1: And, uh, anyway, we were so excited. You know how I got on that first label. We had to be in the musician's union then. Mm -hmm. And I'd get these magazines every month from the union. And there was an ad in there from St. Paul, Minnesota, HEP record company, HEP. And for $400, you could get 445 RPM records. Wow. And I thought, wow. So, uh, We went down and recorded those two songs at Vermilion, South Dakota, at the college. Sent the tapes up there, and uh, we were so excited when those records were pressed. And they sent them down on a Greyhound bus from St. Paul, Minnesota. And we sat down at that bus station waiting for two or three hours for those records to come in. That was exciting.
0: <laughs> I bet. We're talking with Myron Lee. He, of course, was the founder of Myron Lee and the Caddies and has been a musician in this town since the 50s. Um, who was in that first band with you, the, the original Myron Lee and the Caddies? Well, I, w- I was really lucky uh, to have some good guys. They were from uh,
1: Jerry Hawkey, was, went to Cathedral here in Sioux Falls. Mm-hmm. He was a bass player. Uh, Barry Andrews was from Washington High, where I went, mm-hmm. and Dick Davies. And uh, so I was, I was fortunate. They, they were all kids my age, and they were all very, very good, good mm-hmm. musicians.
0: And they wanted to do what you were doing.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, in those days, uh, when, when we were really young, you know, everybody wanted to be maybe an engineer on a train, <laughs> or maybe you wanted to be a pilot. Yeah, you know something exciting but when rock and roll came along it kind of changed and if you could be in a rock and roll band i mean that was uh that
0: was the epitome there's some great photos from that era as well uh from when you just started out one of them is up in the south dakota rock and roll hall of fame at the washington pavilion and it's a photo where you're looking back at the camera from the stage you're looking back and you just see all these faces out there where is that photo from that photo
1: is from 1961, uh, taken in Montreal, Canada. Oh, really? And uh, I was up there with a guy named Buddy Knox, who was a, a big name then, had a lot of hit records, uh, come along and be my party doll, is one of his biggest. Yep. And we were on that show uh, with Buddy, uh, Dion, remember Dion in yep. the Belmonts? Yep. Bobby V was on that show. From Fargo? From yep. Fargo, North Dakota. In fact, we we were traveling with Buddy at that time, coast to coast up in Canada. So anyway, we were in that building, and as you can see, there was a huge crowd over yeah. ten thousand people in there. Wow! And I had a local photographer come up to me, which they they did a lot of times, and they said, uh, "Could we? Would you be interested in if I took some pictures of your band when you're on stage, and uh, and what they would do if if I agreed to their price, which wasn't very much? It was probably." five ten dollars yeah and then they would take the picture and uh, send them back to my hometown in Sioux Falls South Dakota that's pretty cool so I did that and if the stage was up kind of high but behind the stage was a balcony Mm -hmm. and he said how how about if I go back on the balcony balcony you tell me and give me a signal Mm -hmm. and when you turn around I'll snap that picture and that's what he did,
0: and it's, it's a picture of a lifetime. Yes. You know, where do you get a shot like that? Your hair is fantastic, by the way. We're going to come back and talk about that. You can go see that photo. In, it's really big up in the South Dakota Rock and Roll Hall of Fame at the Pavilion. I, I recommend it highly. It's the main image there. It's really cool. Uh, we're going to come right back and talk more with Myron Lee right after the news with Mr. Dan Peters. This is the Patrick Lally Show on Information 1000 KSOO.
1: The Main Street Cafe is just one of many non-food gathering places